Welcome, everyone, to Tales from Planet Customer Experience. This is our fourth episode. We're super excited to be with you again today. My name is Brian Bruner. And I'm Deliana Pavlova. We're a couple of customer experience geeks who love sharing stories about customer experience. Today, we have a special guest. We had a friend of ours and a colleague uh, who's joining us for today's episode. Her name's Cami. Welcome to the podcast, Cami. And let's start with a quick introduction. Hello. Thank you, Diliana. Thank you, Brian. So my name is Cami Eng. Um, I've been working with both Brian and Diliana in the customer experience space. I work with an organization and customer experience for about 10 years now, but very happy to be here with both of you. And I also need to just say congratulations to both of you for kicking off this podcast. That's super awesome. And so oh, I'm so you. excited to be awesome. here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're, we're excited to have you on. Um, as Cami mentioned, we've worked with her for, for some time now, and uh, and she is an expert in the field, but uh, also uh, has come on, not today, today, not necessarily to share her expertise, but to share a story. So we're excited to hear that story. And so, Cami, we'll, uh, we'll give you the time and uh, let's hear about your amazing story. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Um, you know, the story that I'd love to share with everyone is really around, it's a positive experience that I've had, and it is actually in the medical space. Um, I think for me, why I'm so excited to share the story with you is because so often when I think about customer experience, I'm always thinking about brands, right? And thinking about brands that are so focused on customer experience, you think about, you know, maybe a Nordstrom's or a Costco or whatever, but, you know, having that brand association. And I really don't think that many people think about customer experience in that healthcare space. And so my personal story is that I was diagnosed with, um, I had skin cancer. I had a little, little dot on the tip of my nose and I, you know, they wanted to remove it. And I don't know if you're familiar with that process, but they basically take one little layer of skin. They examine it. They go, you know, you go sit in the waiting room, they go back, they look at it again. And it's a very, very long process. And so during that experience, you know, you're, we pretty much don't know what's going on, but thank goodness I had a great experience. My doctor would come out and she'd kind of tell me, here's where we're at. Here's how much longer it's going to take. And, you know, my, my experience ended up lasting the entire day. Wow. But the key thing about this experience was that at the end of the day, and this is exhausting because you're kind of stressed. I mean, we're talking about cancer. You don't know what's going on. Why is it taking so long? At the end of the day, she sits me down and she says, I have to tell you, this is one of the worst cases I've ever seen. And so you can imagine any individual is like, kind of like, oh my gosh, what is she going to say to me next? Because I've been going, doing this for this entire day. And she said, and here's what we're going to do. So again, she's like, she's making me feel like, okay, she's got me. This is good. Cause I'm kind of panicking now. And she said, you're going to go see a plastic surgeon and you have to go see him tonight. And she said, and so here's the address and you need to leave right now. And I'm thinking to myself, I have Whoa. been in surgery for eight hours, back and forth, back and forth. My husband had to leave to pick up our children. The adrenaline is definitely like heightening for me. And she's telling me I have to go right now. So there's no time to waste because they didn't want anything to start to heal. She then, I go, I get to this doctor. It's a half an hour across town. I see this doctor and he sits me down and he said, and keep in mind, it's about six or seven o'clock at this time. And he said to me, 
I need you to take off that bandage and I need you to see how bad this is. And I'm like, what? Why do I have to do this? He, there is a hole inside of my nose of a quarter. It is so large. Oh and you goodness. almost can't even believe it's yourself because you're looking at this going, oh, my gosh. And he said, I needed you to see that because you would never appreciate what I'm going to do for you unless you had seen where you were at. And so we have go on. We're going to go and have this surgery and he's going to put me all back together. He's a te it's a teaching hospital. And at this point, he's got about five pre-med students all sitting there looking at me. And he walks them through what we're going to do. And then he said to me, okay, are you ready? He puts his hand on my arm and he said, are you ready? Is everything good? And I'm like, you know, okay. And then he goes, no, what is it? What's wrong? And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay, really. I I'm just kind of hungry. <laughs> he said <laughs> And he said, keep in mind, I've been, I've been in surgery for like at this yeah. point, it's been 10 hours. So, um, and he said, he turns to his med students, he pulls out money out of his own pocket oh, and wow. he told them to go get me something to eat. And then he said, well, what, what exactly do you want to eat? And I'm like, well, I don't know, a candy bar, like a Snickers, like I'm putting in my order. <laughs> and, they go, and they bring back three Snickers bars for me, these med students. And then I eat it. They're still all looking at me. It's now like seven o'clock or later. They're all looking at me, watching me eat. But I finished. He said, are you good now? And I'm like, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> and then we proceeded to do the surgery. So the things that stand out in this story to me are that number one, he took the most simple act of getting me a candy bar and turned it into the best experience. Like I... We'll never forget that he stopped. This was late at night. He had med students. Everybody's waiting on him. And he made it all about me and getting me fed and making sure I was comfortable with a simple gesture of spending a dollar on a candy bar and gave it to me. And I mean, it was just such an empowering moment for me. And the other thing that stands out is the fact that he made me take a look at my nose because when I think about customer experience today, I mean, there's sometimes where you, as in my job, I'm always trying to make the customer happy, right? But sometimes we try to do it so quickly and so fast, we kind of forget it's important to let the client know or a customer know that this is a really big deal, but I'm going to take care of it for you. Because if they never understand it was a big deal, then they can't really appreciate everything that you put into that. So again, there was, those were two key moments for me that I just really stood out. And it's hard to look at a Snickers bar the same way <laughs> because it just made everything turn around for me. But again, that was my story. I feel like what a great role model that doctor was to those other med students Yeah, and helping them understand just how important it is to make your patients and your customers feel good in the moment. And sometimes it can be the simplest of acts that um, make that experience the very best. So I have a question yeah. uh, for you, because uh, in the story, there's something else that stands out to me as kind of an important moment in the journey that you mentioned when you were getting initially diagnosed, right? The first doctor said, hey, this is one of the worst cases I have seen. And to me, when you said that, like, you know, I my heart sank because it's a pretty significant diagnosis, right? So right. to me, that's a, such an important moment where as a 
patient, I can't imagine how you're feeling, you know, scared. So I'm curious what your response to that was, right? Because we always talk about making the customer feel better. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be honest and appreciate it. But to me, that's yeah. a delivery that seems kind of harsh. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that's such a great point, Deliana, because when I think about it, she was very prepared, right? And I think that's one key piece. She was very prepared to deliver that information to me. She she didn't just say, here's the news. It's the worst case I've ever seen. Have a nice day, right? She was like, okay, it's the worst case I've ever seen. And here's what you need to do. Like she gave me my orders. Like, here's what you're going to do. You need to leave right now. Here is the address. Here is the doctor. And you are, you know, it's going to be fine. And it was like, I needed to hear that she gave me, she had a plan for me. And that number two, that she was like, he's a really good doctor. He's one of the best. And that gave me the comfort that I needed to hear. And then number three, like, you know, it's going to be good. Call me. I'm going to call you tomorrow. You call me that type of thing following up. But again, there was just like a plan. And I think that's what was the key piece for me, right? To have a better customer experience in that moment reassurance right so it was bad news but there was a plan there was a reassurance so despite all of that you still felt comfortable or you felt comfort that there is a plan to address the situation right the situation and the interesting thing is i had never met this doctor before that was my first experience with her and so there isn't a long you know like several doctors right you have a relationship with them so there's a higher level of trust but the fact that she she pretty much did the sit me down, look me in the eye. You know, this wasn't her standing up, looking down at me, like laying on a table or anything where you you don't feel like you're on the same playing field. She very much treated me with so much respect, sitting me across the table and having that, that conversation. And I just had so much respect for her. Um, yeah, a fantastic doctor. But those are the things that stand out. That's the little things that actually help to stand out. I mean, yeah, I echo what what Deliana said. The fact that, um, you know, it was it was a harsh, um, you know, it was harsh news that you had to receive. But I, I would imagine she also wanted to say it like that so that you wouldn't say, "No, oh, I don't need to go to the plastic surgeon tonight. I can I can wait a couple of weeks or whatever." Right? But the fact that that she had that set up for you, first of yes. all, like there's some systemic. Or systemic, well, I guess, systemic, um, you know, a function that's already in place. Because I'm sure that's not the first time that's happened, right? But for her to, because right. that means that probably before, well, certainly before she talked to you, she called this other doctor and said, "Hey, listen, mm-hmm. and sending someone over to you. I don't know what time of night it was. It was like um, six o'clock around that six time o'clock. That yeah, was, so mm-hmm. you know, and, and I would mm-hmm. imagine plastic surgeons, you know, typically go home, you know, business hours type of thing. I guess I don't know. Right. Any plastic surgeons right. that are listening might be upset with us now, but but the fact that <laughs> that he so first of all, the fact that he, you know, that the, the system was set up that way, and then the fact that he uh, went out of his way to you know to do that, have his med students there, and the, I loved what you said about. Um, that um, the it, he was a great example for the med students as well, because mm-hmm. all too often, and, and you talk about, you know, uh, patient experience or customer experience um, in, in healthcare, and all too often it's terrible, right? Because the doctors are super smart. They can fix the problem, but they treat you like garbage and we deal with it, right? Because we mm-hmm. want the best doctors. But 
part of the part of that patient experience has got to be how the doctor treats the the patient, and that's right. that's so important. Right, and I and I also think it's that element of empathy because in that world, in that medical space, right, and with patients, you just are so grateful the doctor's seeing you. You know how busy they are, and that is so true. Like I yeah. so appreciate what they do, and their job is so hard. But to turn it around and put all the emphasis on me and having empathy that I just needed a candy bar because <laughs> yeah. it had been a very long day. Um, and I kept saying, no, 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 no. This will be quick. It'll be okay. No, no. We want to get you that candy bar. And to take his own money out of his pocket. Yeah. It wasn't even, you know, it. there was something incredibly, um, that connection or putting the focus on me was so powerful. And I have shared his name with so many other people when sure. they, I'm like, oh, here's somebody you have to go see. He's so awesome. Let me tell you why. They want me to say things about, oh, my nose is put together and it looks great. But no, my comment is, he's so kind and he's so (laughs) thoughtful and he has empathy. It's not what they really want to hear about a nose uh, surgery, but yeah, anyway. But, you know, going back to your comment, I think it's so interesting, like, because what you just said, I think is the, to me, one of the biggest points that I got from the story, which is, Yes, he was a great doctor. Yes, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you know, he knew what he was doing. But what you tell people about is um, the way that he treated you. And, right. um, you know, we on this podcast have talked about in the past and, and, and in, in our other podcasts that we did before, you know, people, will, yeah, obviously, if he would have done a terrible job, you would have remembered that and probably right, talked about right. that. But it's really the way that we treat people that has a much bigger impact than even, you know, performing what we were being paid to do or whatever right. that is. And when you think about it, I think sometimes brands think so do they might try to put all these processes in place. And there's a lot of money and effort that goes into that to make sure that customer experience is the best it can be. But when you, when I look at this experience for me personally, that was really nothing. It was a dollar. It was a little bit of time. Yeah. Like it, those are such low hanging fruit, like little things that we can all do. And I think sometimes we forget like some of those smallest of gestures can have the biggest of impact. And that's what I, again, I, that's why that story stands out. And it's been over, it's been 21 years since I had that experience and it still resonates with me. Yeah. Yeah. And for those listeners who might have heard episode two, I think this is a great example of how to use the cash in your pocket in a positive (laughs) way and show how you can make a difference in a much better way than the story Uh, we told a couple episodes ago. So I think this is just thanks, Cami, for turning that around for us and the listeners. That's a that's a great uh, connection there, Deliana. Well done. <laughs> and I was concerned because you talked about chocolates in your last uh, podcast, and now I have a candy bar, so maybe there's a theme here of like you know sweets as well. So yeah, perhaps. sugar is always good. Always that's creates right. a positive experience. That's right. That's right. Who doesn't want that? Yes. Yeah. So if you have two hundred dollars in your pocket, you might use it the wrong way, but the one dollar you, you've got uh, you've got a positive experience here. That's great. Well, that's a fantastic. Fantastic story. Thank you, Cammie, for uh, for coming on and sharing that with us. Uh, anything else you want to add before we uh, finish up? No, I just thank you to you for having me. And I just wish you all the best with your podcast. I love that you're doing this. And I think, um, you know, today there's a lot of folks out there who are just feeling, you know, it's been hard with COVID and everything. And I just love focusing on customer stories and, and what makes those simple 
interactions, you know, just more special. So thank you for putting the emphasis on that. Awesome. Thank you. Diliana, anything you'd like to add here? Always a pleasure to connect with you, Cami, again. So thanks for coming on and sharing such a positive story. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And as always, uh, for our listeners, if you have a story you'd like to share with us, either you know send it to us or, or send us a summary and we'll have you come on, uh, you can reach out to us at planetcustomerexperience at gmail.com. And uh, we hope to have a lot more uh, positive and even the negative stories because we can learn from them as well. So we want to thank you for listening and say farewell and greetings from Planet Customer Experience.